here we are back in Chateau Gwen. This is episode 18, 18 of Gab with Gwen. This is Gwen, and this episode I have a special guest, a new guest, who is using her government. Uh, Jana, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jana from the podcast Totally Extraordinary. Um, check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Okay. So, yeah, so I have a new guest here who has her own podcast. So, check that out. Look at this is Podcast Inception. Holla. And include it in the, in the link, in the show notes. Okay, girl. We'll see what we want to do about it. We'll, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm still just figuring this out. Um, but I will, I'll put a reference to it. I'll put a reference to it. And... Um, she's using, like I said, her real name and I always like to start out when I have a new guest, like how I know them. So Jana, how do we know each other? Um, our parents grew up in Jamaica together. Correct. So she probably doesn't want to have to be bothered with me, but she can't get rid of me because we're tied to each other for the rest of our lives. Yes. So our moms grew up together in (laughs) Jamaica and I've mentioned that my mom's from the countryside. So yes. And like, since they were like very small children, (laughs) they knew each other. And like, I have grandparents like knew each other. So like, these are like way back. Yeah. Way back. It's been a smooth minute. Yes. And so (laughs) small hot take. I, so I'm a a few years older than Jana, but I remember going to Jamaica for your parents' wedding. You weren't alive. I went, you weren't alive. I went to, yeah, so I went to your, and I was like five, like, I would think I was five when I went to your parents' wedding. Oh, you're the same age as I? Yes, yes. And, um, yeah, I have a lot of weird memories from that wedding. Can you share one with me? I can remember, I can share a couple. Um, I, my mom, her sister, and one of their good friends went, and... I remember I wore a blue dress, like a royal blue dress. And um, my mom is like a thin lady. So now we're going into, you know, this is actually going to be, I feel like a more <laughs> personal podcast. Actually, I'm pretty sure based on like what I wrote as like it's the high be, level. Thing, it's actually going to be very personal. Probably, so we might as well just get started. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be more personal. Like I, I feel like I've only done like two kind of personal episodes. Episode 10 with Joy. I feel like you guys learned a lot about me. And this one, you're probably going to learn about me too. And maybe the one with my cousin. So anyway, uh, bear with me. So I'll remember blue dress. And I was like five. And my mom is like a, a very thin lady, uh, especially she was like when she was younger, very thin. And so I'm not blaming her because she always told me when I get old, I'm going to go on Oprah and blame her for my problems. Mm-hmm. But I what don't I, remember from your problems now. Okay, I don't. But I remember I again. I, I remember until I was five. And, you know, I wasn't in retrospect, I was not a heavy child. But because I was not skin and bones, I was heavy to my family. And so I remember going that's, that's to... That's pretty normal for Caribbeans, though. Yes. And, okay, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff here, which is not on the list, but we'll talk about that. So I remember, you know, maybe I had, like, a little belly, like, as a small... Again, five, right? right? And so I think we had gone to a hotel, and I didn't like the food or something, and so I didn't eat breakfast, I didn't eat lunch. And so the next day, my mom's like, oh, your stomach looked like it went down. And I was so happy that she said that to me. That's real. And that's that is so... I've been struggling with that my whole life. And and, and by the way, John is a thin person. Every time I come home, my parents are like, you look like say you didn't lose an ounce. Keep up the good work. Yeah, so, okay. This is last time you did steal, mm-hmm. you did stuff, you look a little bit fat. 
Listen, <laughs> so you guys need to understand this. I'm so glad we're talking about this, which was not on the list. People are always like black people or Jamaicans like like heavy women, and I'm like a big girl. But let me tell you, no, they don't. No, they they don't. like thin, fit girls. Thin, and fit will, girls, and, and they will make if, if you're their their offspring, they will yeah. make your life pretty miserable. Miserable to get, to get you to that place. Correct. My Correct. mom harassed me all through college. Mm-hmm. Over the phone and all through grad school. She harasses me now at dinner. And Jonna is a thin girl. Not to my mom. To my mom. You're maybe size six max? Where are you? Four or six? Four. Four. Okay, I was not shaming you. I was not. Oh, God. Nah, I just shamed her. I don't know. I'm sorry. She's Jonna's a size four. I literally just said that you guys are talking. I said six max. I've been brainwashed. You can't tell me a six or a four. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's size four. Legit four. (laughs) Not like a Kardashian squeeze into like stretchy four. Like she's a legit four. And, and my parents, her mom gets on her. My dad, now that he's sick, he leaves me at the hollow. Yes. But my mom is still alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's like a real <laughs> thing. Now, I'm a right fat, so I'm just like a disgrace. But Wait, so what it's like. Do your parents like, talk, like tell you about girl, it? Girl. Listen, you know, I, this is like a very sensitive topic for me. Um, yeah, it's been like a struggle, a hard struggle. And like, I am, no, I am confident. I am confident despite growing up with these crazy fucking people. They're so crazy. They're crazy. They are so Like, it's wild that I am confident and I'm not like, like, I've had different issues over the years. I struggle with confidence. Big time. Big time. And less like aesthetic yeah. and more about mm-hmm. weight. So I'm like yeah. constantly in the mm-hmm. gym, mm-hmm. constantly like, oh my God, what can I do to eat differently? Yeah. And that started from like middle school, high school. Girl, I, I just told you I was five at your mom's wedding. I remember. Five years old. So I remember when I was in middle school yeah, yeah. and a bunch of my middle school friends had all gone off to different prep schools. So we'd all gone to different prep schools because my middle school was only like a K through eight. Right. And I was really excited to like meet up with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I came home that night and I overheard my mom and my dad talking. And my dad was like, I just didn't like how Jonna interacted with those girls. Like I could see where there was like, where I could see where she's having some confidence issues. Mm-hmm. And my mom is like, it's probably cause she's getting a little bit too fat. Jesus. And we need to talk to her about how she's getting too fat. And my father was like, that wasn't really what I was aiming at, but okay. And the thing is, as a kid, I was really kind of like, I was very perceptive and mm-hmm. very kind of like, always trying to know what my parents were saying specifically yeah, about yeah, me yeah. because I mean I think as humans we're always yeah. kind of judging ourselves yeah. based on what other people say mm-hmm. even if we say that we mm-hmm. are totally mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. self-assured mm-hmm. I don't really believe any yeah. of that I yeah. think that I mean yeah. it's just natural right and especially yeah. as women yeah we're always kind of rating yeah. ourselves on others yeah. but and I don't yeah. know if this is something... No, this is, like, legit a hard topic for me and, like, bring it to your mind because it's fucked up. And, like, is your mom being the perpetrator? My mom is the harder perpetrator than my dad. Not that my dad doesn't have... You didn't have my mom. But it's my mom. Okay, no, 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 no. Your parents are way nicer. No, 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 okay. Your mom is... I know your mom well. She's crazy. She's the worst. openly with around everybody. 
My mom is just as bad as your mom, but she don't show shit to everybody. But she doesn't show up. Oh, okay. Yeah, my yeah, mom yeah, yeah. is trifling to Your mom is just trifling all, all the time, time in front yeah. of everybody. In front of everybody. Uh, but, I, but why is it? It's, it's And people don't get... So people, you know, I think a couple of things. I think a lot of times people think, especially when it comes to black community, that everyone's like, oh, you know, big and curved. I'm like, listen, I just know Jamaicans, and I'm so glad you're saying it. Like, they are obsessed with... Wait. Wait. And being oh, dead. yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. my uncle is there. Horrible. Right. My uncle is yeah. there right now. And my cousin okay. is yeah. pregnant right now. Okay. And okay. she came over. Uh-huh. And my uncle, Dougie, okay. who still lives in that house that they grew yes. up in in Jamaica, yes. and yes. he's here visiting, uh-huh. he sees her and he goes, girl, you look good, but you're but, Girl, I've heard that a million times. And my yeah. mom is like, Dougie, can I use this as you're pregnant? Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure I say you calm down. Like, <laughs> so Jamaican. And it's, it's like, so, I feel like this is not talked about. Everyone's like, Oh, black girls are so sassy and confident. And I was like, Yo, no, there's a lot of we pressure. Struggle, we struggle with, with body image. We struggle a lot with yes. body image. I mean, I can't speak for anyone, but, yes. also, but I. Yeah look this way right? because right. I think my parents would totally just disown me. So this is the thing about me. I am very confident and I have a rebellious spirit and it's fucked up. And, and I, I think don't. I I'll, don't. I'm a, I, do. I conform. I can't. Me and my boyfriend were just talking about that on the way here. Okay. I conform. I can't. I have to fight. Especially, but especially, and it's not just like to everybody yeah, else. Yeah. It's, I'm a people pleaser when it comes to my parents. I've been that way with school. I've been that way with everything, with looks, everything. But per- I mean, weight is something they've always driven home. So yes. I'm so, so like. My, you know, it's a shame. My cousin Shanice also is her name. I want her to talk about it because I know Shanice is a gym rat. But I see my cousin, like, you know, they are always on her about staying in the gym. And then she does. And she's, you know, super fit. But I she, just. She's the one in Philly? Uh, no, in Connecticut. Oh, and, and I'm just like. Ah, uh, like they're crazy. Now I, I'm rebe- I'm rebellious. I'm rebellious. Like I want to please my parents, but at the same token, I'm like, you're not gonna tell me what to do. I'm my own person. Yeah, so, so when um, they, so when they like come at you about weight, like now it's, how, it's, how it's, it's now it's at a very bad place that they don't, they don't because it's gone to very negative places because I am rebellious. Tell me about that. Um, I'm, I'm so, so in, now they I'm know so not to. I'm interested in people who are not people pleasers and they're okay with just like. Because I will come for your throat. Right. I will come for you. And not to I just like, I'm no. super sensitive. I'm like, <laughs> and then I start a diet. I no, I will come for you. I'm sorry. And my parents will come for you too. And it's not coming from a disrespectful place, but it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all want to air my dirty laundry? Well, how about when you did this? So why are you talking to me about this? So listen, uh, it's come to a point where it's a truth, where we don't say nothing because they know I'm going to upset them. I want to get upset and I'm going to upset them. And so it's like, don't say shit to me because it's about to get very real and y'all are old and, what, and your health what, is going to get broken. What were the comments? Like, what were some of the stuff that they would say? Oh, okay. So, I mean, we can go. I mean, this is my whole life. So, I, you know, I have two sisters who were uh, very thin growing up. Uh, and actually, that's, that sounds like shade. Okay. They're still thin. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds like shade. But we're like skin and bones. And, you know, as you get older, you know, you fill out a little bit. So, you know, my oldest sister is, she's, she's probably 124, 125. But she probably oh, was more so like, small. yeah, but for my dad and my mom, she was, you know, she was more like 110, 115. So, it was kind of like, 
Okay, with age, you're okay, but don't get any heavier. And she's oh, obsessed with that. That's all the time. Yeah. You're good now. Yeah. Don't get no bigger than this. This is, you know, and so that's that. And then um, my middle sister, you know, and I, she'll come on Brooklyn. She'll talk about her own stuff. You know, the thing about it is that they never had the problem. And now my sister Brooklyn, when I haven't been around, she's felt the brunt of it. And she's like, oh, shit. So I apparently listen. That's a fucked up story. This is recent. Mm. She went to her in laws like a party or something, and apparently, and I didn't go. It was like my parents, uh, my sister, her in laws, her children, and apparently, my mom was like, "Oh, you look good. What is that? A size twelve? And my sister is not a size twelve. Y'all, the fucking shade. No, what, what size is she? Uh, she's probably like an eight. No, she's probably like an eight. And size so, 12. and so then my sister was they like. She was like, damn, you mom, why don't you tell me I'm all the way fat? Now, she didn't say that to her. She said it to me. I was like, you know what? Listen, you just feel a little touchy, but I felt my whole life. The conversation was always for me. It wasn't for them. So they don't get it. They don't get a lot. But the comments were, I mean, it was, I mean, shit, my mom used to hide my food. She used to, as a kid, she would like hide my food. If, if my dad gave me, she, she'll do it today until this day. Really, it's real truth be told. Like if someone gives me a gift of chocolates or something and I go to my parents' house, my mom will automatically throw it out or hide it. When suddenly do it, she'll totally do it. And like all these, so, you know, your relationship wow. with food becomes fucked up because someone's hiding oh, it and all this I stuff. I was actually just saying, I mean, food is something that is really, really important to me, but I have a really complicated relationship with food. Mm. Like now I'm at a place where there's very few things that I eat mm. so as to control my weight mm. and to make sure that I stay a particular right, size, which right. is really, really awful. Yeah. Um, I can't. But then at the same yeah. time, I will openly say that I'm a foodie and I love food. Yeah. But it's also very, very complicated because, I, like I said, there's a lot of things I try not to eat because I know that I have the propensity to gain weight. And right. that terrifies me because I think I, I associate gaining weight mm-hmm. with losing my parents' acceptance. Oh, God. So this is my, you know, and it's, it's a weird rebellion. Honestly... Beyond my parents, there are other things that have happened where it's, it's very complicated, and I don't blame them for anything. At the end of the day, I'm an adult, and everything is on me, my health and my weight and everything. So I don't. However, I know a lot of messages and conversations I've had since I was such a small child. Like, that's the fucked up part. Like, prepubescent. That's the fucked up part that's deep in my psyche. But... Um, you know, and then the thing is that I've yo-yoed, like basically like Oprah, right? So there are times where I've gotten like very thin and then they're like very proud and happy. And then, but let me tell you, that pisses me off the most. Okay. So let me tell you, that is when you will feel my fucking ire. So let me tell you, if I lose a lot of weight and you're encouraging me, don't fucking say shit to me because you know what? Your love or care or, or appreciation of me should have nothing to do with my size. So when they're like, Pat, I'm pissed. And we, we duke it out much more when I'm thinner. And I'm like, don't say anything. So like, I remember I had gone to Spain. I came back. I was very thin. And my mom was like, I need something. She's like, oh, don't eat that. I want you to stay like this. And we had the most knocked down, dragged down fight. And she's like, I don't understand. I'm supporting. I'm like, yo, I'm still the same fucking person. You know, if I'm 120 pounds or if I'm 220 pounds, I'm the same Fucking I feel like person. We should, I feel like we should ask them. Like we should ask them. Why. I can't talk to them. I, I can't talk to ask, people. I want to ask them, like, what is it about weight that gets you guys to this place where you're so critical and you're just so mean to your children? Like, 
I'm too spiteful and my parents are old now they need me so I'm too spiteful and I'm like yo if you get me in the wrong mood and y'all need me I'm not I I don't I don't yes and so when it comes down to me and my parents like I I am the one like I'm the nice one I take care of everybody but don't fuck around with me she really does I take care of everybody but don't fuck around with me get on my bad side because my bad side is fucked up and I will I can not I'm not a grudge holder but I can dig my heels in, and when they're over it, I'm not. And I'm like, you want to see who needs who more than the other one? You want to see you need me more than I need you. So because of the fact that they do need me, right. I don't want to go there because they do need me, and I don't want us to get to a place where I'm pissed and I'm not doing stuff because of because of this. So it's 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 not a truce; it's an uncomfortable truce. But you know, in spite of everything that's happened, and that's another topic of you know parents being sick and really needing you it's like they had to shut up because there were bigger issues going on but we we just can't talk about it we just can't talk about it. it it's just been too tumultuous over the years for too long we can't talk about it i don't think i ever really realized that that it was like a point of contention but there, why would you know i mean it's not you know our moms like talk a lot about a lot of things yeah yeah so what's my mom going to say? Gwen got pissed at me because um, I, because she's fat. Like, I mean, what is yes, she going to? Yes. Maybe she has said it. Maybe she has. She maybe maybe has said it. That my mom shares with me. Yeah, like maybe she has you said it. Think, sorry, Gwen is so successful. Yeah, yeah. Gwen's so smart. Gwen's doing so well in life. Gwen's so confident. You should be more like Gwen. It's okay. And well, I'm I like, now no. I think I'm pretty great. Yeah, no, I mean, first of all, they're like that, and my parents. Oh, yo, the comparison. Yeah, that's a very West Indian thing. There was like a comparison thing, but you know, I, I have a very rebellious spirit, so that is the problem. And so I'm like, if you want to try to hurt me, I'm gonna try to hurt you more. That's me. That's it. And so, I, it's a Gemini. Yeah, I. If you're gonna try to hurt me, I'm gonna try to hurt you more. So I just. So it's like that's where it is, where I'm just not gonna take that shit. Like you're my parent. I am crazy. For really, my parents are like they're more chill than me. But like when they take it there, I'm like, oh, okay. Also, Gwen, are you also very vindictive? I'm not vindictive. I'm not vindictive. Listen, we just went over how I'm very caring. I take care of everybody, and it's true. I put myself last all the time. Okay. However, I'm like, just don't fuck with me. Like that's how I. That's how I am. So I am very confident, and it's true. Because honestly, based on let me tell. Oh, let me tell you a story. I had a boyfriend, oh my God, I had a boyfriend and he came over, this is years ago, and like for, I don't know, Christmas or something. And you know, my mom busts out with albums. My mom has albums with like pictures of herself in bikinis from the seventies. And she's like, oh, look at this. This is confidence. Look at me and my figure. And I'm like, you, you know, I was like, you know what? You're so fucking awkward, Joe. So I just, you know, I just left it because I'm just like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, you're so fucking inappropriate and so awkward, but it's okay. You know, you have to pick and choose your battles. Right. So I just let it go. But no, 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 no. We, it's not that vindictive. It's just like, I am not a pushover. That's what it is. I'm not a pushover. And I felt that deeply within me since I was a child. It's like, I will listen to you out of respect, but I still expect respect. I expect respect and decency. Like, I cannot be a doormat for anyone. Not even my parents. I can't do it. You know, the thing is, I think to my core, um, I said I can be a people pleaser. Yeah. Um, I'm a pa- Actually, I'm a parent pleaser. Right. More than anything. Right. Parent pleaser. We, we learn these behaviors first right. from our parents. Right. 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 Like, we right. don't... 
you know, if, if right. you meet somebody who probably just accepts a lot of nonsense, yeah. they learn that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like they learn yeah. to do that in their first relationships. Yeah. And their, our first relationships yeah. are usually with our parents. Right. So that's where I learned that. Yeah. But I kind of feel like my mom has been hard on me for everything. Down to my hair. Like, down to... Oh, yeah! It was funny. We were going through my cousin... Of course! Listen! The most critical person in this world is my mom. I've told... I've, I've said this to so many I people. Because she doesn't show it to you. And she's also not like that with my other sisters. It's with me. She's always so sweet. I know everyone thinks my mom's the sweetest. I know everybody thinks that. She's but like, oh, I know. Jenna, you look so good. I know. I know. I know. I, I just don't see that. I tell yeah. anyone. I was like, listen... Nobody, no joke, no comedian, no one, no one can say anything to me that can hurt me at work or anything because you guys don't know my mom. And then they'll turn around and then here's what bothers me. They all have so much to tell you in terms of what's wrong with you. Yeah. But the second you show an ear of like self-doubt or insecurity, uh-huh. Uh-huh. they'll blow it up like you're so insecure. Why are you so insecure? That's what I get. Okay, I don't mom. get that. I get that with my mom. Right. My mom will Put me down for yeah. everything, yeah. whether whatever it is. You yeah. need to do this, you need to do that. Yeah. Oh, you need to do this for this man, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the second I show my my insecurity, yeah, yeah. she's you're so insecure. My never is you could be so insecure. I but I think they they're not, think, aware, they're not aware of the No, no, but they think it's tough love, right? So it's it's like I'm Maybe doing that's this. How they learned love. It's tough. It is because first of all, Jamaicans are crazy, yeah. and they're not like a nurturing, huggy, sweet people who are. The- no, they're not. Jamaicans are hard and gruff, and they're crazy. And I say this all the time. I'm like they're fucking. I I don't. The slaves that went there, Lord, I'm telling you, it was the roughest and the gruffest and the worst that went there. Well, think about the slaves that went there. The slaves that went there <sighs> were some of the first in the transatlantic. They were the yes. ones that could no longer stay on the ships. Right. So I think that has something to do yes. with it too. Yes. Like those were the ones who fought their yes. way off the ship. The most like, rebellious. And they yes. were like, let us off. Like yes. we are done with this journey. Yes. You know? So The troublemakers. So I, right. They're the yeah. troublemakers. The troublemakers. So, so I always kind of remember that in my head. I'm like, I gotta remember these were the worst. These were the ones that they said, okay, we got to just Yeah, these they, are the warriors. They're going to kill us yes. before we could even kill them. Yes, yes. You know, and so. they had pistols and they were afraid. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, so it's ingrained in our culture of like, like, look, we persevere. We're very strong people. But it also means sometimes they don't know how to show softness no and kindness and things like that. They don't, they don't know how to do it. And so they think they're building you up. And to be honest, I am a very strong person because of it. I have to be honest, I am not. I think it has had the reverse okay. effect on me. Okay. Which I think is, is how this from a psychological perspective, not that I know anything about right. psychology, but right. it's had the reverse effect on me. Okay. I'm like which is fair. Super sensitive. Yeah. Super like it, you know, whatever yeah. is said to me, I yeah. become just really thin skinned about right. it. Right. I like there's very little more I can take. Right. And I think that that goes to show you like everything isn't for everybody. So fair. I think where my mom thinks that she was building me up. Yeah. So in one in in one sense, she loves to tell people, oh well, she looks like that because I had her in the gym from the yes. time that she was fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the other end of it, I'm so delicate. Like right. everything. Everything breaks me, even at work. Like, everything. Because I just feel like I've taken so much from you. I hear you. They can break you. They can, I think. 
you know, my mom was my mom was hard, but then I feel like I also went through a lot of hard shit outside of my parents too. That I just was like, well, am I going to survive? I'm going to be strong, and so I. It, but it can have it can have that effect. Some people are, and then I don't think it's about being sensitive because you know what? I am a sensitive person in a lot of ways, uh, and I think I'm a very empathetic person. And I'm a very fair person, um, and but I and I also as an adult have I always recognize that people do the best they can with the tools they have, right? Correct. They only, they're just doing, they the don't know any better. Right. They're just doing the best they can with the knowledge. And exactly. They don't know any better. Yeah. And so, and, and so you even, like you said, asking them about, wait, I don't, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about it. Cause they're, my parents are old. They are who they are, and it's not going to change. All you can do is learn what you don't want to do. Like take the pieces that are good from what they showed you and yeah. take the stuff that's not so good and make sure you do better. Like, that's all I can do, you know, because there is nothing that I can do. You know, and first, my dad's actually a sweetheart. You know, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Seriously. Because my mom is just, she's, she's tough. She's a tough lady. She's just a fucking tough lady. So it's. Well, all my parents are tough, but in different ways. I think yeah. now my dad has become much softer and much more nurturing for, yeah. and, and for various reasons. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, both of them are tough, but in very, very different ways. Both but your your mom, so your mom to me is a sweetheart. This is a thing, right? Like I said, you're like talking about your mom is, she is. fun. She she's is. super she fun. She can be fun and a sweetheart, and she has a mouth on her, but like really, they generally all have mouths really on them. Really harsh and direct. Yes. And negative and hurtful. We're not going there. I know, but they don't, that's not their intention, right? That's not their intention. And so, like, at the end of the day, like, I can say, whatever issues I have, body issues, rebellion, da, 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 it is on me at this point. I can't, right. I can't. And as much as I love to be, I mean, blaming is so much fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It's great to be able to shirk our responsibility onto right. something else, onto yeah. someone else and say, well, this is their fault. Right. You know, they don't have to deal with it because it's your life now. Right, exactly. And you're responsible for your own exactly. life. Exactly. But I love telling people about, oh, no, no, my mother did this to me. Because people are like, where do you get this anxiety from? My mother. And you should speak to her and make her be a better person. And people are like, no, now you're just making yourself sound like a shitty But so what do you think about your brother? You had the same parents. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Yeah. Some people, it breaks them. Right. And they just are absolute. Yeah. What do you call that flower that you blow on it? And it just. Dandelion. They're absolute dandelions. Okay. That's me. My brother, thug. Okay. Total thug. He's like, I'm gonna move out. I'm gonna date this white girl. No, she ain't. No, she ain't cute. No, she ain't got nothing going on. But whatever. It's so, my life. Well, so does your cousin. He got my kiss with a white girl, too. But nobody's thinking about him. He ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody's thinking about that man. Nobody's thinking about him. His own family don't think about him. I, I'm saying my I brother. I'm saying my I, right. I'm saying my brother because my brother is the, tar- is the sort of black man that you would say, that is a nice man that I would like to introduce. Like trying to introduce my cousin to my brother is the type of man that somebody will see him and say, "Oh, that's a nice young man. I'd like to introduce him." He's an engineer. He's good looking. He's a gentleman. He's successful. You know, he's yeah. got his little self together now. Yeah. So he, how he's kind of internalized my yeah. parents. He's like, "I'm gonna move out of this house. Yeah. I'm gonna go do what I want to do. Yeah. Y'all gonna see me when you see me. Right. You know." He, so that's what I mean. He's very, he lives his own life. He does what he wants to do. My right. mom works at a rehab hospital. Right. My brother's a skier. 
Every time my brother goes out to ski, my mom starts telling him about these people who come to the rehab hospital who got in an accident. What does that make my brother do? Go ski more. Right. I tell you the rebellion. <laughs> go, ski, yeah. go ski more. It's, Whereas yeah. I think my mom, and that's why my mom comes to me with everything. You know, right. even now, my father is, um, he had a stroke um, at the end of last year. Yeah. So right now he's recovering. Yeah. And even with, you know, medical bills, what have you, everything going on, my mom d- tries to dump it on me because she knows I'll take it on. And part of that is being the girl. The child. girl. The girl. But yeah. she all, but I know, I know mothers who go to their son because their son is so kind and warm and he'll listen and i I know those sons my mother knows don't even bother because my brother is if she needs but she has she contributed in in making him right now if she needs julian to do something i mean he'll go get my dad from therapy he'll help him he'll even give him a shower he'll you know he's very transactional he'll do what needs to get done right but as far as i'm gonna dump these issues on you because i need an ear yeah no 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 no. she's not doing that to him she's not doing that to him he comes and when he comes over, uh-huh. he comes. He's like, "What do you guys need me to do? You need me to mow the lawn, do this, this right. that." I'm out. Me, right. oh dad, I'll sit by the bed. Yeah, you know, different so, relationship. You know, very different relationship. Yeah, but, but I mean, but you know, I'd say this about Jamie, Jamaican parents. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, they don't know how to tailor their parenting skills. Per they child. don't have any parenting skills. No, they do. They're winging it. That, okay, no, 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 no. You see how American? I, no, 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 no. So I, hold I on, hold on. Those, wait, 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 wait. No, I love in, beer, in like pure Wait, well, let's, let's chill for a second. Okay. Look at your, I know you, your cousins, they turned out all very well. You know me and my sister's family turned out well. So something that these folks did, did work, okay? Because if we were to compare ourselves with some of these foo-foos. From with people, Ugh. other people, Foo-foo. other folks, um, they, you know, they have people in jail. But, 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 but. What? Is that all the parent or some ownership on the child as well, on the children taking responsibility for their lives? Because... Yes, yes, it's from when you're a child. No, 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 no. I very rarely see people fuck up all through like growing up and then suddenly turn their lives around when they're adults. It usually doesn't happen like that. Usually it doesn't happen like that. So I, I give, I'll give them the credit, despite it being harsh and crazy. And let me say, I this manifests itself like the difference in the upbringing with these crazy Jamaican people to me when I'm dating, right? <laughs> because I am dated. I don't. Date Jamaican guys. I don't date West Indian guys. Like I can't. It's it's oh, too crazy. Neither. I can't. My mom, and my mom always tells me. She said, "You you have something against them. You have something against these Jamaican men." I'm like, because they're terrible. So wait, your mom encourages you? No, she says. So, no, she encourages you to be with a Jamaican guy. Yes. Oh yeah. hell no, my mom doesn't. They, they, keep away from them. They keep away from them. They would love it. They would Are you serious? They would love it if I would be like, oh look. Desmond, <laughs> look at Barrington. Really? Oh no, no, no! My parents, no, no, no. Oh lord. My mom said, Hi, Arvin. You know why we like him? He is a Jamaican. Oh, hell He's no. A, he is not Clinton. No. He lives in Harlem. You know what I heard? Okay. He is a Jamaican, terrible. Yeah. He lives in Harlem. He's out in these streets with these various women. <laughs> he is a comic. He is spending what little money he has on these various women. Oh, uh, uh, 
my mom is like Jamaican, but she's like, them bad and they're not so bad. And I'm like, well, they're just bad. No, but she realizes they're bad and she knows and she's like, keep away from them. She tells me to keep away from them. They're just bad. No, my mom tells me to keep away from them. I don't know a single good one. I, I, I think my dad. My, my dad's dad. a good one. My dad's, dad's a good one. Um, and the buck stops there. Uh, yeah, my dad's a good one. It's not. Oh Lord, it, they're hard. No, my mom would never encourage. No, my cousin. My cousin in Jamaica on my dad's side. He lives in Kingston. I think he's a good man. That's it. I mean, okay, I, so this is different. My mom knows better than to encourage me to be with the Jamaican guy. Oh, my good Lord. But I, I found it manifests itself the difference that for you because you know what? It's a, they're very they discipline you a lot. You know, it's very strict because cool. of all this Jamaican, Jamaican parents. Oh. Jamaican parents. And I see that is why we are, you know, quote unquote successful living the quote unquote American dream because there is no what, margin I, you for know what error. I would like to define today on this podcast. Right. What is the American dream? The what the new one, the old one, which one? Let's do the old one and the new one. Because the the millennial one seems to be very different. It's different. Then I think the millennial one is do you have an apartment? You got you got you got something to do. You 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 traveling. You have you happy. That's it. You 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 practicing self care. Okay okay no that's that's a fuckboy dream. No, that's no not. I live in Brooklyn. I live. That's a problem. I live in Park Slope, Brooklyn. I that's see a problem. lot of nonsense. Yeah, that's a problem. So what is the American? Okay, no, that, that's Brooklyn. That's not America. Um, it's Brooklyn's not America. This is New York. New York is not America. Also, New York is not America. We need to all like realize that. All right. So what is the American? Okay, also American dream. You can if you come you come here, doesn't matter what your your background is, where you come from, you don't have to come from money you can make it, right? You can have a decent you can earn a decent living, you can have a roof over your head, you can take care of your family and work and it's not because of title or being from you know a certain caste. Um, it's like anyone if you put the work in you can make it. That so is, is it American now? dream. What is it now? The American dream now is um, similar, but it's like, can you limit the amount of debt you have so that so, you so, can so you don't necessarily make subscribe it. to the narrative of you had to go to you had to have gone to this school or that. School. No, what the fuck is who said that? But look at the guy on Shark Tank, Damien Whatever, the Fubu guy didn't go to school. Look at I listen to his podcast. Look at all those. All those, all these, all these people that we were there oftentimes have not gone to school. So the American dream has nothing to do with education. Americans don't even value education. American dream never has anything to do with education. Okay. Um, the American dream is it has, about business, money. Business acumen. It's about making money. Right. Um, and being able to take care of your family and doing better than the previous generation before you. That's the, that's the American dream. Okay. And it technically still is the same. However, it's more complicated now and it's not as easy to achieve as it was before. Because? Because just because you work hard, because just because you work hard. In, but that was always the case. I mean, I think now, I think, okay, well, let's remember, we live in a country where I think one it was, way, wait, Why do you think it was always the case? No, it may, may, tell me why you think that was always the case. I don't believe that. Why okay. do you think that was always the case? I think it was only the case where you could work hard mm-hmm. and earn a decent living is because white people didn't yet realize at the time that we were taking, as Caribbeans, as black folks, we were taking that mantra and we were like actually getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Once they figured out that we were getting somewhere, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the rules changed. They deindustrialized our cities. Like they made things so much because even right now I see this. I'm making a face. I see that. Yes, she is. I see this at my job. I see at my job where 
You can come in there as a person of color with every degree under the sun and not get anywhere. Okay, so stop. Okay, I'm going to stop you. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but you don't listen, so you don't know. This is, so listen, this is, I disagree. And the reason I disagree is that the rules have changed, but not because of any phantom white devil in the sky. Okay? The reason why Whatever. It is changing. It's all right. I'll edit down stuff if I need to. And from the timing perspective. Um, the reason why it's changed is because of advances in technology and globalization. Those are the two reasons why everything's have changed. So I always say, people think, because it was different. 50 years ago, you didn't need a college education. You could work and stay in a factory for 30 years. And the, the wage you earned was able to... But, but no, let me know. But, but, the, you could work in whatever industry and you could work there, make a livable wage where your your, your one-year salary or two-year salary would be the, the, the price of a home and you'd be able to, you know, still work and then send your kids to... That's about. a piece of But it. that's... No, no, no. That's, that's how it used to be. Okay. Okay, but I told you two things. Advancements in technology, mm-hmm. globalization. That's what it comes down to. So it's not some white, you know, conspiracy. That's not what it is. Tech, the reason why people are were not slaves is not because people were in the kindness of their hearts like, oh, slavery's bad. No, no it's no. not. If you have the cotton gym, if I have a machine that picks cotton quicker and cheaper right, than feeding you, and, I don't need I don't, you. I don't need you. Right? right? And that's the same thing. The factories, whatever, all these blue-collar things that typically used to be done by people like the I Love Lucy we, episode where she put chocolate on the little on the little conveyor belt. We don't have machines. You have machines. Way. So if you, and same thing with people who are in Detroit. Okay, if you're in Detroit and you work for all these car companies and you used to be in a union, we're going to come back to this. And, and they gave you time to get rid of it. And, and and you were able to you know get this great wage by doing that. Well, if they have a machine. Um, and then also if they now, if you're competing with children in, in, in Asia right. to do it, why would I pay you? Because this is business, right? right? So it's technology and advances in globalization. Americans don't know anything. So, and, and, and black people don't know shit. Okay. Yeah. So no. So when, so black people like, oh, the rules shit. No, 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 no. If the game has changed for everybody. All right. So if why would I have farmers picking bananas when I could have a machine do it? Or again, why I could have a Southeast Asian child doing it? That's what business comes. Business comes down to maximizing profitability, okay, and making sure that you're having dividends for your stakeholders. That's what it comes. It's business. And y'all need to understand it's business. And so this country is all about it's about business. business. So if you so slavery was just the business. It's just business. And that's, it, and that's it, it was nothing personal. So it's exactly. So it's not about the rules coming in with education and the the, the So then how do you so how do I explain that in my office? What don't yeah. you work in a government job? Yes, but I but people, Okay, well that's part of the problem, but go but ahead. People say this everywhere, like what? That they notice that the rules are so different for them. They have to be the ones killing themselves where they have their white counterparts that don't. Okay, but that's not the same as what, okay, but let's be careful. We're talking about the and American you, dream. No, hold on. No, well, no, it's a little different. Okay, that's practically because a union how? job. Practically a union job, sorry. It's, it, it is. It's like, it, it's not competitive. It's not, it's not the okay, same. Right, right. But, it, it, but, but the white engineers in my job, they will make it seem like that. That's, that's just personality stuff. But I want us to keep, you know, you're okay. just talking about sorry, soft sorry, skill sorry, shit. Sorry, sorry. But we're talking about just the facts of the American dream, right? If 50 years ago I could 
work without having education and be able to buy a house based on one year one year salary and now you cannot to buy a home is probably five times your salary or four right. times your salary right. everything so, has gotten so much more yeah so inflation is also a big part and of the salary has an increase exactly that everything with inflation right. right so these are all like economic business things where people are like oh the white no 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 that's not what it is like we got to keep be really honest about it all right that's not what it is now if you're talking about interpersonal relationships and advanced, because listen, the same people, you could be a black person have all this education. And you know what? You can't go to a job and make a decent wage and live a decent life. You may not advance to be the highest rank, but you can still do that. That has not changed. That has not changed. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about upward social mobility, upward economic mobility. That's a different ballgame. That's not about the American dream. That's not what it is. We're just talking about being able to make a wage, not it doesn't matter if you have a title if you're a, if you're a if you're a count whatever not like just be a regular person in America get hired get a job be able to pay your bills eat food take your head down that is still that's still the same thing that hasn't changed I would have to agree that's that's it now if we're talking about the dynamics of white collar jobs of um white collar jobs and advancing well that's a whole that's other very because that's then the thing. interpersonal stuff comes in interpersonal then stuff. the soft stuff comes in yes and that different. soft stuff mm-hmm. that we label as just soft somehow have a lot of stake in our lives yes it does okay see i okay so i wish and we, maybe that's where i probably should have the i need you to listen right. to episode six angry black woman okay because uh, we talk about you need to listen to episode six angry black because my husband and i had like a a very intense conversation about this. And I'll tell you why, because she didn't get it. And I tell her this. What does your cousin do? Uh, she's a nurse. She's, um... If, if, mm, yeah. And she's I getting her PhD. She's, and she's, she's very well educated. And why is she getting her PhD? Because, uh, because she knows that she wants to get to where she... That's, that's the only option she has. It's not true. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. And this is what I told if her, she too. Really wa- if she wants to make buku dollars as a nurse... If she wants to have the title, she wants to have the prestige, that is what she has to do. I know nurses with mm-hmm. master's degrees mm-hmm. that they're like, they don't take me seriously here. They don't respect me. But that's not, okay, and I'm going to tell you when I told her, and I'm going to keep listening, I'm going to keep telling y'all every episode. Your problem goes back to this Jamaican parent and this immigrant background that you have. Because your expectations are skewed You're right. culturally, okay? You're right. You don't that understand how America works. And that's why you could. Oh, you're right. That is so that's because where I was even up. saying this to myself. I said, I've been this, I've been you're working, born here. I right, I, I was born here, but I've been working. If you discount my two years of graduate school, I've been working in environmental science and engineering for what, six years now? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did I just realize last year mm-hmm. that this game was all messed up? And I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Because coming from a Caribbean background, coming from a West Indian background, your expectations, you're like, I'm just going to walk in. I'm just going to be great. I'm just going to be my fabulous self with all these degrees. Mm-hmm. And they are going to love and respect me. And it's right. like, two go things. sit down over there. So it's two things. Who, who talk? Go, you see that That's bench? That's not how it works. You see that yeah. bench? Go yeah. have that bench. That's not how it works. Okay. Yes. So two She's things. so right. It's the culture thing. Okay. Um, which is being West Indian. Um, also being black. And also, academia does not prepare you for the business world. Absolutely. Okay. I, the way I, I mean, first of all, academia is, I think, much more organized than the business world, and it can really, it can really skew your perception of what you're going to get once you start. Well, I think forget. 
Think about kindergarten through 12th grade. The way things work in school meritocracy. is a meritocracy. It's a meritocracy. But that's not how business is. No, it's not. It's that's who you know, who likes who, who's your friend, what's your connection, who can connect with exactly. you. That's everything. There is some guy at my job that went to right. some university I've never, ever yeah. heard of yeah. with a bachelor's degree. Right. When I tell you he is a director, mm-hmm. and he is about to be at the 200K right. mark, right. killing the game. I'm right. like, do y'all know... Have y'all ever had a conversation? This guy doesn't actually know the ranks. He doesn't actually know. Doesn't what he's matter. Doing, but doesn't matter. he is at every happy hour. Yes. Everybody loves him. He is yes. funny. He makes them laugh. And I'm like, it's about. And we didn't. And I did not get that vocabulary growing. So up. what holds up? Didn't we just have a whole conversation about these rough and tumble Jamaicans who don't know how to nurture, how to? But do, they knew how to work. They know how to work hard, right? But it's, it's and that's different. the only thing I learned was how to work. And then this is and then this is the thing. And I say this all the time. And I and it's interesting to me. You know, you're different because you and your brother were both born here. Yeah, My but sister, we weren't. But we didn't grow up in a household with two Caribbeans who worked in corporate settings. No, because I have a friend. Mm-hmm. She works for J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and her went to prep school together. Mm-hmm. We went to high school mm-hmm. together. She has. She worked for Prudential. Now she works at J.P. Mm-hmm. Morgan as well. Mm-hmm. And what I can say is she understands. Mm-hmm. the social aspect mm-hmm. of being in a company like J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. And there are things that I, there are things that I noticed that she said in conversations years ago mm-hmm. that I'm like, why wasn't I paying attention to that? But it's because she was in a household with two parents mm-hmm. that she was seeing navigate these mm-hmm. environments mm-hmm. and these kind of arenas. So she was almost given the tools for it at an age when she didn't even know what the tools were. You know, I mean, so she's always known how to operate in that way. And by the time you mm-hmm. graduate from college, mm-hmm. if that's the first time you're learning it, that's too freaking late. Well, I've, so this is what I've said, and I said it to episode. And I never and got episode. that. So I, well, I'll, this is my story is a little different. My dad did right, so he did operate. However, it doesn't matter. He's still super Jamaican. He's who he is. So even though he was operating those spaces, he was not to me successfully navigating it because of him growing up in the British system and he's expecting like, you know, you work hard and then you'll be rewarded and it's like quiet um, at the very minimum. My dad's very quiet. So And you don't think you learned something from all of that? No, 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 no. Listen. I have a completely different personality than all of them. So, but you also, but you also uh-huh. understand the importance mm-hmm. of navig- navigating like the social aspect. No, this is, but that's it has, I have to tell you all the time. It's not my parents, and I've said this on the, on this podcast. The I difference don't know. between no, I don't know. But this, I'm I'm I, well, let me finish. I'll tell you okay, the difference okay. between me and you is that I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Okay? okay, from when I was very little. Right. So and that, I didn't see white people until high school. Exactly, and that made it very different. Okay, because I understood the PTA and the navi and and how certain kids were certain. You know, certain kids. If your dad was a doctor and this knew this person, they got this. I saw all of these things. I got socialized with white people at a very young age. Yeah. So I didn't need to do different work because I already knew how this stuff kind of worked because I was already lived with them. That's so and funny. So that is the yeah. difference. Between uh, my parents and da-da, it's I had very close socialization with white people from a very young age. And you know, that and you understand it. some of the pretentiousness. And- I just understand the difference. I understand that when I'm in my parents' house, I'm in Jamaica, and when I'm outside, I'm in America, and it's very different. And then, and I'm in white America outside, and I know how to navigate that. And so I learned how to navigate that very well. It was too late. It was high too school. late. Kids, you know what? It was too when late. kids are oh, right. in elementary school, they have not, they're still learning their own white social cues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They don't even know, right? Mm-hmm. But so by the time they're like, you know, they understand how to 
uh, hide certain things. If they're a little bit older, by high school, it's too late. Oh, high school is way too late. And it's really college, good. It. No, it's it's really good when you're very little to to, right. to do that. So that was it. Had nothing to do with my dad, and you know, I didn't really know. It was really just me seeing how certain things worked um, from when I was with the teachers and the students and their families, and going to the and being around them, being and in what their homes. Notice that, about the teachers and the- just small microaggressions. That I realized That's I so made awful. I made people uncomfortable in certain ways, and so I had because to learn. Because you were so free, because there was a freeness to you, and I had to figure out how. To, but oh, uh, you know, the time I grew up, and I'll say this: it was predominant. Okay, the mafia owned my town. I'm really easy to say that the mafia definitely owned my town. The mafia uh, owns all uh, of our towns. Uh, well, they don't mine. anymore. They don't anymore. But they did. I had the same mayor for 30 years. Listen, it was just crazy. The mafia of my town. They used to be mafia raids all the time. I'm very Jersey. Okay? She's, from, she's, from, she's from Jersey too. Okay? They own New York City. So, not as much as they used to. They, they cracked down a lot. Julian, they cracked down a lot. But back in the 90s, they really did. And so, um, the, the, the town was essentially redlined. And so, what they, what they did was, there was a lot of, before we so moved crazy. there... They um they built low income housing like on one like the edge of the town because I think there was a whole fight about this the next town over and they built low income housing like, on the edge of the town so they didn't have to bus kids in so the only black people who went there were from like the you know quote unquote projects right so it became this juxtaposition of like these like uh, downtrodden I hate to say downtrodden but underprivileged black right. folk and then me who's living who's your neighbor and it was very and, and it was like well okay on tv i remember vividly a guy it's a kid said he's like oh when i used to hear about projects on television i thought they were literally like he thought they were like buildings that were half built he thought they were like a project like projects like, projects. like he, he, that's what he's like you know and he was like we were like in high school and he said like, he's like I, I was like okay he just learned like in junior high that they weren't actual like things in progress right? right so there was a weird thing of like people the images we see on tv if you see black people who are downtrodden and poor or thugs you're comfortable with that you expect me to be the the, the cash register lady you expect me to be your cleaning lady so, taking my you're, you're, stage. You, you expect me to be catering to uh, to be the, lower the, class the, right you expect picking me to, up your garbage yeah you expect me to be subservient because that those are the typical interactions you have with black people just in your everyday existence. You right. don't have friendships. And so you don't you're have comfortable with that. You're comfortable with that. And it's also, and it also makes it very easy to like dehumanize. Right. Right. So when you meet black people who don't fit that mold, you, it, it is, it causes, because I see that work, they get very defensive. It, it, it's very uncomfortable. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Right. I see that work so all the time. So what I've learned from a very little kid is how to make them comfortable. Okay. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking notes. I learned that really young, at single digit age, and a lot. And I say this all the time: black, a lot of black people in America don't know this. And my dad has always told me he said the black people's problem in America. And so it doesn't matter if you're African American, if you're Caribbean, if you're African, you have not been socialized enough with white people. You just haven't been socialized enough with white people to understand how they interact, to understand the difference in our cultures. And I know you feel like, well, why do I have to do that? It should be me. They want a job. They control everything. Uh, because this is not a white country. We're only twelve percent of the population. So you got to figure out where you stand and what you want to do. And I always make the comparison. Do you want to be Jay Z or do you want to be Kanye? Okay, Kanye 
and Jay-Z, you could say on certain levels, might be parallel in talent. However, Jay-Z is likable. He's charming. He schmoozes. People want to be hang around Jay-Z. Kanye might be, you know, I'm not going to call him a genius. He might be talented in his own way, but he's a jerk and an asshole. Nobody wants to be around Nobody him. Nobody wants to be around So that's what it comes down to. I say, do you want to be Jay or do you want to be Kanye? If you want to, I'm not saying not to be woke and I'm not saying to be a sellout, okay? Because anyone who knows me is saying that I'm not at all, right? However, do I know how to interact with white people in a way to make them comfortable but still be my authentic self? Yes, but that has come from. And I'll say that that is, and I'll say, and I'm putting my business a little bit out there. Right. That has been my struggle in my career. Is Both my sister struggled that, with that. That has been my struggle in my career. Mm-hmm. Is And something that I have had a lot of sleepless nights over. Mm-hmm. Is I know I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing what I need to do. Right. Why do I feel like I'm only getting but, but so, so far? far? Yeah. And I've had, you know, a lot of... We, I've had breakdowns with my parents yeah. over it. Like I feel like I'm going into this job. I'm not even worried. They can't help you. I don't even. They have no idea they what I'm talking about. It. They don't even know. They what's understand happening. it, but they they don't have the tools or the experience. They don't to have help the you. tools. They don't know. And, no, they yeah. have exactly. Yeah. So you know, I'm in it by myself. And even you know, like you say, government job, but the same rules apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. My whole they're, they're, it, it applies, but the stakes and the money aren't especially in my field. Yeah. Right. The stakes and the, the, money, stakes and the money are That's why I said if you want to take those mean spirited weapons that we got at our job with their little bit of education and you put them in corporate America, I don't know what. Right. And maybe they're there because they know they can't handle the white folks Fair. that are over right. there. Yeah. Because what I see is yeah. white folks that are like, I mean, vicious. You vicious over 80K a year? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But to a lot of people, that's a lot of money. So if, I'm saying if you were to take the people that we got and you were to put them at whatever engineering firm mm-hmm. to do whatever kind of work that they're doing right. here, right. these are the ones who couldn't make it there, right? Right. right. I'm just like, I don't, I don't think they could have. I don't know what you guys would do. Right. right. And it's been really difficult for me because I know I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I know I'm intelligent. And then, I mean, you already know how it works. All black people have masters and all, and three mm-hmm. masters. Yes, again, the door you have to have the credentials. And the white people you come in there, college, yes. degree, college yes. diploma. Yes. Well, you know they have their bachelor's. It's that right. you know they have their certi- their certifications. Mm-hmm. Somewhat, mm-hmm. we have to have that and so much more. Mm-hmm. But I think we're you know I've always just been like, what is it that I can do to make them feel? Because I was labeled the uppity. Black girl in the mm-hmm. office, black girl who came in well dressed. Mm-hmm. Why is she come in dressed like this? Mm-hmm. They labeled me as fake. Mm-hmm. I'm being how I always am, mm-hmm. but I didn't make them feel comfortable. You have to make them feel comfortable. I didn't. I made them feel like I was up here, and so I showed my okay, hands. Okay, you didn't make them feel anything. Let's put that away. That is their choice, right? That's their choice. There, everything is about perception and optics, right? Well, so that's perception, their perception becomes reality. Perception becomes reality. So that was their perception of you. And so this is the uh, black people struggle with this. My sister, listen, any, any black person of time, all the time. The engineer? Uh, yeah, she does too. Everyone, mm-hmm. um, they do because it, it's like the cultural cues and they don't get it. And a lot of times and I what break she, it down. And what does she try to do as a result? I always give her, listen, I always give advice. You know, people because what I, see week, a lot, cause what I see with my cousins are they go from job to job to job. Like we have attorneys who go from firm to firm. No, no, firm. no, she doesn't. No, no, that's not that's not what it is. And this is anyone who talks to me. Look, I don't have all the answers. I'm doing all right. You know, do I want to have? Do I want to do better? Yes, I always have aspirations, but I always have a plan. Gwen always got a plan. So don't think that Gwen don't sleep on Gwen. Gwen always has a plan. But it's really about 
you know, you have to learn how to not resent making white people comfortable because a lot of I black people don't want to do it. I think They're I like, why should I have to do this? Oh, that's me. And it, the reason why you have to do it is because you your, your name is not on that company and it's not yours. So um, until you're the CEO of that company, you can do what the fuck you want. And even if you're a CEO, you can't because you have stakeholders and a board and all this stuff. You're never in a position where you can do everything you want to do. You always have to compromise, right? So it's a question of how much are you going to compromise within reason? You know, some people sell all the way out, okay? And it, it works and it doesn't. And some people, you know, figure out the dance that works best for them. But it's real, and I say it's all the time, it's about connecting. So it's not about, it's about connecting with people on a more personal level. Why and are they so so sensitive that we have to cater so much to their like it's just a lack of ignorance it's no it's ignorance it's just ignorance and lack of understanding right and Um, so but why is it we have to make them understand listen you you don't have to do shit if you want to stay the way you are exactly where you don't have to do anything if you want to stay at your level not get passed over for promotions keep doing what you're doing all right Gwen is telling everybody, if you want to stay where you are and not get promotions, not get a raise, don't get a good bonus, keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to do what Gwen do, and if you want to do, then you might need to reconsider your approach, right? And your approach is how do I connect on a more personal level? Now, the problem with black people in our culture is like, we are, you're like, well, why do I need to connect with these motherfuckers? They're not my friend and I don't want them in my business. That is what every black person tells me. And it's like, I hear you, but you got to figure out a way that you can connect that makes you feel comfortable, but you feel like you're not revealing too much. All right. And it's like, how do you get this authenticity across where you feel comfortable? And it's like, you know, water cooler talk, but they feel comfortable too. But if they ever feel like "Mm, you're standoffish or they don't really know you, then you don't really get in. You don't get in. That's it. You know, listen, and I don't golf and all, you know, this shit, the, the, the sports things. I'm like, look, you guys know I don't know shit about sports, right? But we, I connect with people how I can, whether or not it's on music. Uh, my dog is a great, you know, white people love dogs. I love my dog. It's a great connector. You got to figure out what it is. If you're, if you work out a lot, if you do it, figure out what it is. So if you run, you know, white people love to run. If you run too, then you can talk about that. You got to figure out a way to connect with people so they you're and, it has to be, and like you said, it has to be authentic. It has to be authentic. It has to be authentic. And, and what you're comfortable with, right? So I, you, I, you don't want to be super fake. And, you know, you don't, I'm not telling you to be, you know, uh, you know, I'm not telling you to be Clarence Thomas. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you to be Ben Carson. I'm saying that you just have to figure out how can you connect in a way that's authentic, um, that makes you feel comfortable. But, you know, in, in American culture, it's not just the... Uh, you know, I have the degrees, I come to work and that's it. They, they're in, the lines are blurred and people want, a, you know, it's like about likability. Yeah. They they want to know, oh, I like this person. I want to have a, how do we choose a yeah. president? If I feel like I can have a beer with the person. That's what it's chosen by. It's not about well, Barack Obama's I mean, degrees. I mean, right, and I mean, let's think about that with Donald Trump. I think when people won, when he won, people were so like, how could this have happened? I and, never said that. And, well, a lot of people felt that way. And I was like, well, there are a lot of people in this country that see him and see 
Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is just like that. And why can't Uncle Joe be president? No, I don't think they say Uncle Joe. I think, no, they don't. He's too wealthy. But he's well, American right, dream. Right, he, yeah, he's, he's American dream. And yeah, I can but, be but, like but, him. But in, terms of, but in terms of what he spews, what he says, like, you they know, hate Hillary. I, I mean, they just hate Hillary. I know a lot. Of I agree with that. I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. That people did not want to see Hillary be president. Yeah. But I also, also, I mean, when you go to those Trump rallies, I mean, it's a sense of relatability. But forget the rallies, okay? Because those, to me, those are fanatics who are going to a, a rally. I personally know people who voted for Trump. Who I'm close with, okay? But that's on the East Coast. These are the people you're talking about on the East Coast. I'm talking about when you go to the Midwest and the South. What people saw in him was like, I mean, it was like a Hitler figure. It was, yes, that's how I've been feeling. That's how me and my family have been feeling. That's how I think about these immigrants. That's how I think about these black people. That's how I think about the fact right. that there's no Well, yeah, because he, because he speaks at he like... He gave uh, a mouthpiece. He provided a mouthpiece. He speaks at it. He doesn't have a, you know, a vast vocabulary. So he speaks at a very colloquial level. Exactly. And so, again, it's relatable. To them, yeah. To them, right? Colloquial to them. Yeah. So it's like, again, it is about the relatability. And the problem with black people, and especially... Immigrants, I have to say, and I say this all the time, this is not just West Indians, right? So if you're somehow listening and you're Asian, you're Chinese, if you're Indian, if you're whatever, when you come from a culture that tells you, go to school, be on your books, and that's going to make you get ahead, that is, that's why they have the bamboo ceiling for Asians. Like, you know, people, Asians over-index on education, da, da, da. However, they're not in the top leadership positions, right? There's a bamboo ceiling. Because although you might be the best with the good grades and you did everything perfectly, and they even know how to go into jobs and, and make white people comfortable because they're very docile. Okay, I, I'm not going to say that because I don't like that stereotype. Um, I'm not going to say that Asian folks are docile. I'm not because first of all, okay, what's well, up? First of all, we're, they're Asian. Asians are broad. Yeah, they, okay, it's not okay. Not about, are we talking about Southeast Asians. Are we talking Pacific Islanders? Are we talking about East Asians. It all, you know, it's all different because people this okay. So if you're Indian, Pakistani, Bengali, that's a different dynamic in the workplace to me than if you're Chinese American, Korean American, Japanese it's a different. It's different. It's not the same. But everyone's but, but but I've never seen any of those subsets that you name be in the workplace necessarily starting ruckus. They know how to come Well in. what black people starting a ruckus at work. I'm I'm talking I'm talking about white color. Well I'm talking about white collar. White black people I don't see black people starting rock at white collar. Does so I'm saying you have a government no, job girl. No, no, no. I you see I wasn't talking about people who I know in my government job. I have family members okay. who are attorneys who work in posh okay. law firms okay. who have said, you know, I opened up a civil case. I went to EEO on them. I'd... And they were still working there? Well, it didn't oh. work out much longer. They had to fire themselves. They had to leave. But I'm saying those are the kind of black people who don't make them comfortable. I've never seen that same case with, with these subsets of, of like Asians that you're talking about. Uh, okay, I okay. Gwen, because I had worked in HR before. That's not true. So <laughs> that's not true. Uh, but I don't like how you keep saying you have a government job because in government jobs, it doesn't mean that people that black people come in there. I don't see black people act a fool anyway. No, I don't know. I'm asking. No, because about, no. When you said I that, it's about, not because of that. You about, said black people black, acting fool. I'm like, wait, what black, are you talking about? Because I've never seen that. So I'm asking, is that because you were in a, a government job? When I mentioned that, is because I have had relatives mm-hmm. who have gone mm-hmm. and opened up cases or gone to HR okay. and complained about okay. racism and how they were passed over and how they were treated. Okay. And I'm saying that with the subsets of Asians that you had just described, uh-huh. I've never seen them do that or necessarily have to do that. Well, they do do it. 
So that's okay. not that's not. That's I haven't true. seen that necessarily in transit. You're not. You're not. You're not. Okay. You're not close to everybody enough. You're okay. not close to people enough. It, right. it does happen. It okay. does happen. Okay. Where so they complain that they are being discriminated against. Yes. Depending on. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Besides, if you work very hard, you have your your head down. Da, 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 it, 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 yes, 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 it does help. And you're you're selling to the, but then someone comes in, and then they have someone who's you know eight years or junior, very little experience, and they get a promotion over you. Uh, and expect, and again, and I'm talking, and I want to make the nuance between the hyphenated American because I think if you're like not fresh off the boat, but if you're from the country directly, you're probably not going to make as much of a big deal as someone who, if you're born here, you know, we're all entitled Americans. So yes, we will be more vocal, you know? So that's why I also don't appreciate the Asian docile stereotype because I think that is, I have a lot of close Asian friends and I'm telling and especially Asian women, people are like, oh, that's a what? Who are you talking about? These, these are gangs and bitches. Okay, now these are you know, and it's like I don't them, but okay, no, no, I mean, and, 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 who, 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 who own their shit and well, own their saying, business? Okay, and I say I've seen that more with South Asians, like the Sri Lankans, the Pakistani mm-hmm. woman, the Indian woman. They'll yes. come up in there, gangster. Yes, gangster fuck. Yes, but yes, North Asians. I mean, I've never seen that. Koreans, Chinese, I've Americans, never, Korean Americans. Yes, I, yes, I, I, I haven't seen. That. I have. Yes, I have. I I, I've seen Asian, especially a lot of women who are in male-dominated fields. They have to because you can't. How because you can't survive. You can't survive if you're a walk. I will say this: the the North Asians in my job, they the the women don't stay long because of how toxic the environment is. It's very white male. They just don't stay. Right. That we have. We keep men. But the That's women, most companies. The, the women just don't. Stay. Most companies, most companies, especially if you're doing STEM or just leadership in general. Right. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Our office, they just don't stick. In general, women don't really stick around. Right. Exactly. But specifically, I've seen where the Asian women come in, they get chewed up. The, the like Chinese, and right, right, Korean, and, and, and then elite, right. But you don't know. That's if, what I've seen. But you don't know what they said to HR or what happened when they left. Uh, if there were any cases that got settled, you don't know that. I don't. Know. So that's why I just know they left. Yeah. So you, it's very. That's why I, I like I to. I like to that's why I don't like to say, "Oh, black people are acting." Do that. Don't ever think that black people are doing more or about discrimination right, than I anybody think, else. I women, think, I think white women are the first ones to get yeah, the first ones complaining. The first ones oh, to and file and a suit. And I'll say no, no, no. And I didn't bring it back. No, no. And I didn't bring it back. White woman in my job. I mean, you can drop a, a, a you can drop a paperclip on their toe. Let me go. Let me go complain to somebody. So yes, I agree with that one hundred percent. So that's what I'm saying. Talk, so, we weren't talking. We weren't yeah, I know. Saying, but I say, but what I don't like, and I, I just I'm, what I'm being. That's why I keep going back to. I don't like. When you said that, and I want to go back to why I said, is this because you have a governor job? Because you're like, oh, black people are caught. First of all, file, going to HR and filing EEO complaint is not. Acting out—that's not—that's within your oh, right to do that. You. But that's, that's what no, that's not. That's, who, what that's what at my job they like to tell you. Who's who's who? What are you talking like about? Like my boss, for example. To tell tell you what about what? People who have gone and filed cases, right. and then they they'll bring all of us into a meeting. Uh-huh. They'll say this person. They were a troublemaker. They wanted to act out. So where was the HR person? Because it's totally that's 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 a, totally like unethical. That's not good. That's a good question. We okay. all did ask the same thing and we didn't see that. Okay, exactly. so, okay, so I'm sorry. This is why I go back to this. this is a government job. Because a lot of stuff is more lenient and because 
it's more lean to the like. So you mean to say no? So you mean to tell me in your industry, you never seen and I've been in multiple industries. And you've been in multiple industries. You've never seen where somebody goes to HR and they find out about it, like the manager, whatever manager finds out about it, and. The behavior shifts towards them. That person is now handled with kitty gloves. What I'm saying is that when that happens, it's usually very discreet, and no one ever. And that I will say and, is not. The and no one ever goes and tells other people because it's your the liability is strong. Okay. And that, and that distinction you can make in a government job. If you do something, if you go and mm-hmm. complain mm-hmm. at transit, mm-hmm. people find out about it. So that so that's what I'm saying. It's very um, it, people don't talk about it. It's very hush hush. There's no meeting where you come together and so no no no. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're talking about. And no one's ever labeled as a troublemaker for having done that. Yeah. So that's why I'm like I don't. When you said that, I was like, okay, is this a government job thing? Because I don't know what that means. Because I've never experienced that in multiple industry, pharmaceutical industry, beauty industry, CPG, financial. I've never seen that. So that's so why I'm like, I don't know what that is because those things are taken seriously because that can end people's CPG, consumer products and goods. Um, that can really, you know, end people's careers and it, it really have a real impact. So it's not something where people are... To, I see that in industries where it's harder to fire people. Okay, so this is what I'm saying, a union or a government job where it's harder to fire people, mm-hmm. uh, that these things are more formalities. Um, and so like people do it, but you know, it's probably not going to change. Not going to happen. And I'm not saying that HR works great for everyone else, but in terms of when things are taken seriously, if someone's labeled, a, no one's labeled a troublemaker for having gone to it. No, no, that, no, no, okay. that's not what it is. I see that that's time. yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with that. Cause that's not it. And also it's not something that's vocalized where people are like, Oh, we all know. No, 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 no. Well, it's funny you say that because even he says, he says, I think you've been done a great disservice in this job of how things actually, you know, by seeing how things work there, because mm-hmm. that's not how things work. Right. But even when I worked in CPG, because mm-hmm. I worked with SGS, I worked mm-hmm. with a company that, where mm-hmm. I did consumer product chemical testing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Nobody took HR seriously. You went to HR, they mm-hmm. went back to the manager. Oh, you know, so-and-so complained about yeah, it. Yeah, that's They right. laughed about it uh-huh. and nothing happened. It de- well, it depends. Well, okay. There are two different things. I think filing a lawsuit is very different than talking to your HR business partner, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think, especially when something goes to a government agency or some type of agency or also goes to a loss, it's a very different thing. Or if it goes to your ethics and compliance, like I know people who have done that, and I'm not saying anything came out of it, but it never was like, oh, <coughs> excuse me, it never came out like where it was laughed about or anything like that. That's mm-hmm. never happened. Um so I, that's why it's unfamiliar. It doesn't mean that the behavior suddenly changed or people were treated with kid gloves. It's just that it's not it's not this whole big production. In, and I don't associate it with black people. So when you also said that, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because all groups of people use HR and companies get sued by gay people. I mean, I know people, yes. And when I also said, are they doing it there when they still work? Because most people... Uh, try to sue when they're leaving or when they're about to leave because that it doesn't really make sense for you to why? stay why look okay. well, why can't you just go to another department or go to another unit i mean you can if you want to and then you shouldn't have to sue then you shouldn't have to sue or anything okay. like that like why that doesn't make any sense that's like 
uh, filing. To me, it's like filing for divorce and still living with each other. Like, why the fuck are you doing that? Right. You're already, you've already know that this is a toxic. Situation. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Like, you need to go away. Right. The relationship has been too Yeah. It's like, okay, let's file for divorce, but let's sleep in the same bed and act like everything is all good because I want us to still be in the house together. That's stupid. That's stupid. So that's just bad advice. You know, so that's why I don't think that makes any sense. Um, so that's why I was like, I don't know, is that a government job thing? Because that's not generally how it works. Usually people are filing suit when they're leaving or after they've, they've left. That's usually how it is. And it's definitely not a black people thing. I know a lot of women, white women. I know gay people have done. I know Asian people. I know tons of people who have uh, had lawyers, not always file suits, but have lawyers, you know, go to the company and then they have to sell or do whatever they have to do. Right. So that's not a black people thing. But in terms of, I think we went off topic and I'm probably going to delete all of that. Um, <sighs> really? It, yeah, because it, it, it was, that wasn't the point. The, the point was the ceiling of how do you interact to advance in America? And I said, if you're Asian, yes, they'll, they'll you know, so black people are at the bottom of the totem toll, black women at the complete bottom. Which right? is why I said what I said. About what? Why I said what I said with, and I think somehow that got convoluted. Why I said what I said, you know, when black people seem to go to HR, they're, what I've seen in my particular company mm-hmm. is they're the ones who get labeled because of it. But it's go to HR for what? Because you have to be racist. What do you want to HR for? You're going to say you're racist? That's stupid. That's a stupid reason to go. Okay. So what are you going to HR for? What do they want to do? Tell me. And this is, oh God, there's a girl who's coming over later to record. I want to tell, no, I want to tell the story with her. Hopefully she comes over talking about it. How, this is the thing. Black people need to be smarter. So you go to HR, another human being, and you tell them, this person is racist. What are they supposed to do? Right. How do you prove that someone is racist? What has happened? Did they put a did they sew a monkey on your desk and put a picture with right. you? What, that's the, what that's is it? That's not thing. a complaint. Yeah, that's the kind of things you need to do. Like you would have to see a noose maybe hanging on. Yes. What is so if you are so if you're going to if you're going to HR saying someone's racist, well you're fucking stupid. Okay? Because you're a dumbass. Because how are you gonna prove someone's racist? How are you going to do that? You need concrete proof of there's some type of discrimination. You need concrete proof. And by the way, this is employment at will. No one has to fucking keep you hired. So tell me, what does that look like? What are you complaining about? You better give something concrete or you are a fucking troublemaker. That's real talk. And black people get too sensitive. Oh, what is racism? What is What does that look like? Because someone didn't, oh, because you didn't like how they talked to you. or did it, What is it? What does that look, tell me what that looks like? How is this person going to concretize and be able to say, oh, you're right, they were racist towards you because of that extra? What is that? How do you know they just didn't fucking like you as a person? How do you know you just were not performing up to par? What is it? So if you go to HR saying someone's racist, you are fucking dumbass and you deserve to be ostracized. I'm saying it because that is actually not a complaint. You need to be very specific. About the behaviors and actions. Someone wrote the N-word on my... On what? Cubicle. Okay, so did you take a picture? Yes. Okay, so you took a picture. Um, and, okay, so that's 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 obviously an inflammatory thing. Someone wrote the N-word nigger on something. Okay, fine. You, took a, you went to HR and then what? The manager, mm-hmm. who I witnessed was there to mm-hmm. see who saw them do it, thought it was funny. The, the oh, so you know who did it? Yeah, I mean, because other people were like, yeah, we saw when they did this. Okay. The person just denied it. They're a manager. They were like, I didn't do it. Okay, are there cameras in the building? 
Yeah. Okay, so there are cameras in the building. So then that's a pretty open and shut thing. Right. right there. But nothing happens. But, but like you said, in the government job, nothing happens. So that's open happens. and shut, right? But, but a lot of times people, that's, you know, that's in a dry, if someone put a swastika up, you know, that's a pretty, oh, unless something is blatantly obvious like that, that's fine. But a lot of times that's not what it is. It's like you feel like you're being treated differently, but you don't know how to articulate it or how to prove it. So you just go right to... So you oh, go to I'm, HR. Oh, I'm, I'm, this is racism. Right. right. How do you know it's racism? How do you know it wasn't sexism? How do you know it wasn't ageism? How do you know it wasn't because you were gay? How, how do you, do you know they, do, how you don't, they just don't like you? They don't they, like you. And they just don't like your performance. Yeah. So you can't... Unless, unless again, as someone blatantly wrote the word nigger, then, okay... That's I have obvious. learned a lot today. <laughs> That's obvious, but otherwise it's but not. you know what is unfair, though? Okay. You're saying all of this, mm-hmm. but like you said, and I, too, know mm-hmm. lots of white people who've gone to, white women specifically, mm-hmm. who've gone to HR and been like, they're discriminating against, mm-hmm. sorry, they're discriminating against me as a woman. Mm-hmm. And that case is open and shut. That those managers, they go nowhere because that gets taken very seriously, and they don't have to come with. Well, what they'll say? Okay, well, what are your? So what do you mean? Let me say. So what? What changes when they go? I'm a woman, right? So they'll say, you know, so they'll come and they'll say, Mm -hmm. I know I'm just being discriminated against. I'm the only woman in this group. Yeah, because you're the because there's like five of us in this in engineering department. Okay, no, but so what, what? What are the concrete evidence that she provides? I didn't get promoted this year. Oh, the way that I'm spoken to. I don't like how I'm spoken to. Okay, but can that also be? Maybe they just don't like you. Maybe they just don't think you're performing up to par. Maybe did she give a did she give a concrete example? But this is what I'm saying. They don't have to. I don't know, and I don't know what your what your. I listen. You're a woman too. You're a woman too. You could say that too. I think you have to. Present your, and as a black person, you know you're going to have to come. But I think, things. but I think that that what you said makes a very good point. If you are going to take this step, make sure that you do the self kind of you do the self talk. Is am I going with concrete evidence? Okay, could there be other potential reasons why I'm being treated mm-hmm. like this other than race, other than Boy. gender? Have I do I know in my heart that I've met all my goals, mm-hmm. that I've done everything I mm-hmm. could? you know, to show that I'm a good worker, that mm-hmm. I'm performing before you take that step. Document, 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 dates, everything. Yes. What was said to email, you. Email, email, email. Send receipt. Make sure you yes. send receipt for those yeah. emails. Yeah. You know, everything. But I like what you said about sometimes it's like we're just not smart. We get in our feelings. Yes. And we we dispel all logic. Yeah, and it's emotional. It's an emotional response. It's a very emotional response, yes. and the reality is that goes nowhere. In we this, talked about in business. What's America about? Business. business. That's it. And I'm a. Look, I thought we should that, call this episode business. Business about, and that's the thing. It's people, all a business. Marriage is is a business. Business. It's a contract. It's a contract. Even. So listen, I and so when people think that I'm harsh with that, but I'm a, bis- I'm a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman, and that's the lens through which I look at a lot of things. I look through a lot of things for the. But that's also life. why she's pissed. I mean, it's it's it. I look through things with a business lens, and so I'm not discrediting. I'm not saying that these experiences may not happen, but you got to look at the wider issue and whether or not what are you trying to get and also let's i want to talk about the hr thing one more time i'm going to delete some of the stuff so we can shorten it so you go you tell them that the reason what do you what do you want to come out of this right what, what's going to come out even when they put the word bigger on there what the that person gets fired 
Oh, that person, they get, this person is not, the, their, liability, their liability is the company. It's way harder for you in a government job. It's easier for me, but for you, it's even going to be harder. It's not easy to, to fire someone. Like, what are the grounds that they will actually fire someone into the, oh, that's well, not that easy. However, mm-hmm. and this is, I go back to this. Mm-hmm. There was a guy mm-hmm. who a woman came forward and complained and said, so here, okay. so Sexual harassment. So here's what happened. I would like to tell this story. Right. It was a Ukrainian. I love I love Eastern Europeans, by the way. So go ahead. I get along phenomenally with Eastern Europeans. Go ahead. Yeah, because you're because you're just as harsh as they they're are. They're very harsh. Yes, and I you, love them. You are just as harsh and yes. just as direct as them. That's yes. why you get along with I their do. side, with their behind. Anyway, yes. moving yes. on. They're very harsh. Moving yeah. on. And I, I like I, and I totally just peeped your cards now. It's fine. Anyway, there. So yeah. this woman, because uh-huh. you know they'll do whatever they have to, mm-hmm. she was sleeping with one of the managers while she was an intern. Now she was an adult intern, mm-hmm. which happens all the time. Mm-hmm. She's an intern. She was working for this person in our capital construction projects management, whatever mm-hmm. division. Mm-hmm. Um, this person, you know, kept up the relationship with her, got her hired. After he got, after she got hired, what do you think Shorty said? It's not going to work out. I don't want to be with you no more. Mm-hmm. This ain't working out. In fact, I got my man that's coming from the Ukraine. Okay. Pop it, pop it, pop it. Yeah, no, this is dumb. Homeboy was like, I'm in love. I would like that's to from I would like to continue this relationship. She said no. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm that's not cool. Like I I I, I got you hired. Mm-hmm. I did, which I agree he shouldn't have used that as his as mm-hmm. his you and know. then she went complaining against him. And then she went She was right. She was right. I'm done. Thank you. This has been no. a really great no. episode. No, 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 Gabby no, no. with Gwen. Tell me. Thank no, you no. for having me. Why do you think she was wrong? Why do you think she was wrong? She used him. Listen, you must think this is the Care Bears Disney Channel Nickelodeon girl. Listen, this is business, girl. Listen. Oh, oh, no, no, no. She, I, shout out to her. Shout out to you, girl. Did he get fired? He did. And he, he should have. Okay. Shout out to her. This is why I love an Eastern European woman. I really do. Y'all don't know. I get along with them great. Listen, um, shout out to her. Hold up. Why are you blaming her? Listen, the person who should never have entered into that was him because he was a leadership, a direct line manager to her. And he was the one who was going to suffer the brunt of the consequences. Okay? She's not going to get fired for sleeping with him. He's going to get fired. That's your job that you put on the line over for some pussy, okay? So now, when she says it's over, you can't hold that against her. You should have been doing it in the first place. And now you can't turn around and be like, oh, you owe me the... Uh, not, not, whoa, 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 whoa. Quid pro quo. Sexual harassment. Out, out. Get the fuck out of here. She's right. You tell me what... I don't understand anything that was... They actually handled that correctly. What do you think? You sound like you're... Ooh, Victim blaming. Tell me what's going on here. I do. I do go into victim mode often. Well, you're victim blaming. What? What is wrong with what she did? If, if you can listen, let's take this out of your workplace. There wasn't anything that she could do other than what she did to get a job. Let's. Why are you worrying about what she did to get the job? We're talking about it's over, and now you're trying to hold it over me. Listen. Look. I don't think he held it over her. He said, you know, he said what. I would like to continue this. And I said, no. No means no. Me too. What the fuck? I said, no. So then this what? Also, I'm not a fan of this Me Too movement, by the way. Hold up, hold up. Oh, girl, this is too much. You took, no, no, no. Also From a gender. You know, and you know why? You got to my Cosby episode too? No. But this is why I'm not a fan of it. And I've spoken about this on my podcast. 
because for centuries, I shouldn't say centuries, but for decades, white women have been getting black men arrested, have been getting them the death sentence in this country after they had a consensual relationship with them. And then as soon as their husbands and the cops show up to the scene, try to figure out what's going on. Oh, it was right. He raped me. And what do you think happened? That black man was lynched. Or he gets a death sentence. So I feel like it's that same thing happening all over again. I don't like to convolute. I hear you, but I don't like to conflate some of these gender and race issues, especially when... Uh, let's go back to this example of your job. So I'm going to... Let's let's say you meet a guy. Let's just, just do a different example. You meet a guy. You're working together. Uh, you make a company together or something like that. Right? You're dating, you're romantically involved, uh, you help him build a company up. It's almost like Wayne to exhale. You help him build a company up. What are you telling And her? then you you're done with it, right? You you end the you end the relationship because you don't want to. And he's like, Well, you're not entitled to this anymore. You're like, hold the fuck up. I I did the work. Right. I did the work. You you can't you can't shut off my business success is because we no longer have a romantic relationship. But he wasn't going to fire that woman. He wasn't looking to fire her. What was she he was looking, looking to do? She already got her government job. He was looking to continue the relationship. But he can't. You have to, if I tell you no, that's, that means no. What is, what, you're wrong, Jonna. You're wrong. How, tell me how. a different way of thinking, but so I. So what, so what? I think she was wrong. Wrong for what? Yeah, oh my God. You're so wrong. This is the, this is the problem with Jamaicans. Okay, and I've said this so many times. While there's so much sexual assault and so much sexual abuse, and everyone blames the fucking girls, she has she has every right to say she doesn't want to continue with him anymore. And when she says that, that's it. Argument done. Like I'm done, and I don't want to be with you anymore. And that's it. So, because you're not off your feelings, you forgot. I got my job. So what? You gave it to me. You gave it to me, and the risk was on you as my superior because you were taking a risk. Why the fuck did you do that? To me, it's the same thing. It's this is like R. Kelly. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a horrible draw parallel to say. But when it's an underage girl and then it's an adult, everyone's like, well, she was young and she, she might have been young, but she knew what she was doing. Da, da, da. Well, I the person, but, but listen, who is the person who has the onus of responsibility? It's really him in that situation because. He's the one who's going to get fired. He's the one who's jeopardizing his job by doing that. Okay, she wasn't. She may have benefited from it, but he was the one who was jeopardizing his job. It was not her. It's just like when women blame the other women. Oh, when your man cheats on you. Did it, bitch, no, he's, he's married to you. He's, hold up. He's married to you. The woman's not married to you. Don't be mad at the, the side piece. Be mad at your husband because he's the one who has that contract with you, not the side piece. Right. This woman... She may have benefited. Listen, she may have benefited from. Listen, some of these young girls are getting contracts and clothes. People might be benefiting from stuff, okay? And they might be, but you're the one. Don't blame Monica Lewinsky, okay? Don't blame her. Bill, you lost your job because of you, nigga. It was you because you're the one who has something to lose. So don't be mad. But she was an adult. She was an intern. She was an intern. She knew what she was doing. Why are people mad at Monica Lewinsky? Why? She wasn't married to Hillary. She didn't lie. Her job was not at stake. It was his. What are you justifying right now? But look what happened to Monica Lewinsky's life after. Yeah, it's fucked up. All right. And this woman, what she did was a little fucked up. No, what did she do? What did she do? Listen, you the one who's your job 
if, if he was so, what did she do wrong? Tell me what she did wrong. I think that if this had happened on a different stage, if this had happened the same, if this had happened in a place like Washington, if this happened on Capitol Hill, which it probably, which I don't know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. But I think that if this was more of a public situation, this woman's life would have looked very, very differently than what it's looking like in this government job. She got her government job, he got fired. As he should have. Because the lesson there, you know what the lesson there is? Don't hire a bitch because you're sleeping with her. Right. That's a damn That is the damn lesson. That's the lesson. So because he got played, don't hate the play, hate the game. What the fuck? You mad at her? Why? I said it was wrong. What did she do that was wrong? I said it was wrong. What was wrong? Because you knew you weren't going into this for your skill set. You weren't getting hired on your skill set. You were getting hired because you slept with So let's so hold up. Getting hired is one thing, but she still was able to stay there and get a job. That is, so what happened there? What happened there? How was she able to perform? How was she able to go on well, this whole time? We'll never actually know that. We'll actually never He's know. gone now. So what? She sleep with somebody else? What's going on? Nobody gets fired there. So, well, that's a different issue. Right. Nobody gets actually fired. This is why she wanted that job in the first place. Nobody gets fired. She knew that she wanted He did. It. He did. Yes, because they have a zero tolerance around sexual harassment. Well, everyone knows there's there are very few things they have a zero tolerance yeah. of right. fighting, right. alcohol on the job, watching pornography on their computer, and sexual harassment. That's it. Well, look. And don't steal a train. Well, listen, that is sexual harassment if she tells you no. And so how was it? So it was consensual. Was being past tense. Now it's not. Okay. If they stopped sleeping together. Yes. And he merely said, "I want to continue the relationship." Was it one time? You know how you know how, how he was pressuring her. We don't her. know. We don't you don't know. know exactly. You don't know how he was although, pressuring her. Although with an Eastern European, I'll say he probably just said it one time. And she said, "Ah, let me go complain." I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know it. I'm like, girl, holla at you. Nigga, you stupid. That's why you lost your job. I don't have a I've learned so much in this room today. I have learned that I need to be more of a Spartan out here. I need to stop with the tears and the sensitivity. Spartan up. Okay. It's a new day. It's about to be a new day. It's, listen, you guys. I, I want to, I was like to end a positive note. This is a little bit shaky. Um, It's all workable. All this is workable. <laughs> It's not insurmountable. You just have to adjust, right? You adjust your diet when you're trying to have certain results. Adjust for these circumstances. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You guys, this has been a very unexpected episode. I have to see how this all goes when I edit it. Um, But this has been Gab with Gwen episode 18. I don't remember what we decided. Be about your business. Something about business in the title. Maybe. Business. We said we're just going to call it business. Business is not a great title. I like to have a little bit of irony or some relationship with something else. I don't know. I have to think. Um, when I listen through it, I'll hear something, I'm sure. Well, let me know what you decide. I will let you know. So thank you, Jana, for coming. Thank you. I do want to plug your podcast one more time. Um, so you can find us at teopodcast.com or you can go to iTunes and find us at Totally extraordinary. Mm. And then you'll see our faces. Okay. Which doesn't mean anything to you because you can't see my face right now. So that was really, really weird. But we talk a lot about politics, mostly culture, society, mostly politics. Um, it's your friend in the West Coast? It's my friend. I'm from the West Coast. Who okay. we do, And we talk a lot about race, which 
Now I'm realizing we had no idea what we were talking about. This has broken down a lot for me. Yeah, I heard your podcast. I I thought we were going to record it because I, I would have feedback and I would talk to you guys about it because, yeah, I was like, oh, this is so cute. You guys sound so naive. <laughs> That's what I thought when I listened to it. Very. I was like, you guys sound so cute and naive. Yeah, very. We're all learning. All right, you guys. Uh, Until next time, we're out. Bye. Bye.